Welcome everybody to episode two, Living with Leukemia. This episode is titled Treatment. So today we're going to be bringing you information in regards to Archie's journey in relation to his treatment uh, plans, his path so far, what's to come, any questions that I might come up with. And today we obviously have Natalie from episode one, Archie's mum. Fantastic to have you back, Nat. And today we also have Harry, Archie's brother, uh, who we said would be doing a guest appearance. So we're lucky to have him here today as well. Uh, So thank you, Harry, for joining us. Finally back off of holiday. And this is it. We did mention that in the last podcast as well. So he's come back suntanned, ready to rock and roll um, and talk about, obviously, his parts and in regards to Archie's journey as well, how he's felt about things, as you saw in the first episode. So, thanks again for joining us, guys. Um, and without further ado, let's carry on with the, the podcast, Living with Leukemia. Yeah. Hello, Nat. Hello. You all right? Yeah, yeah. How you been? I've been good. This week's been a bit stressful. Yeah? Yeah. But Sweet. I've been, been good. You've been all right? Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I've been good. Yeah? Yeah. How's Turkey? Hot. Very hot? Yeah. Have fun out there? Yeah. Without me? Oh, yes, yeah. Your mum's not there. <laughs> well, this is it. Doing some dodgy bits and bobs out there, were you, yeah? That's it. Go on, show everyone at home your tattoos and stuff like that. Go on. Show off a little bit. Give you a moment of glory there. during this podcast. There Couple you go, on there. Beautiful, gorgeous. Didn't you say you was going to get mum on your neck? Don't <laughs> 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 you dare. No, glad you're both well. And thank you again. Um... It's going to be almost a few weeks since I lost one, since we filmed About the last three, one. three, four weeks, I think, yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit... a bit delayed, didn't we? It is, yeah. It gets a bit weird when we're trying to work out, obviously, how we're trying to schedule this and stuff, but as you're aware from the summary, this is going to be a monthly podcast, uh, Living with Leukemia for Little Archie, and uh, Natalie's going to be describing his story, and then hopefully we can get him to come down at some yeah, point still. definitely. Very up and down, I'm, I'm becoming aware of... Yes, the the dramas and you're, the last you face. Yes, <laughs> I am. Never uh, plan yeah. anything. Yes, it will never go to plan. <laughs> so um, yeah, it, I mean, to be honest with you, for me, it's an eye opener. Like like you say, I, from the stories, uh, Archie's Army twenty three yeah. on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, um, living with leukemia. Uh, hashtag living with leukemia on it's going to be on YouTube and on RSS dot com and all your favourite podcasts, you know, channels, Amazon, uh, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Google, whatever it is, just Google Archie's Army 23 or Living with Leukemia and you'll find all of this information with any links as well, people. Um, and today's episode, we're going to talk about the treatment path um, and we're going to try and keep it as honest and open as and, and naturally flowing as last time and just give Natalie an opportunity to tell you guys... What the hell's been happening? What now? For the last <sighs> nearly seven months. Seven months nearly now. Nearly seven months. Yeah. Bloody hell! It has flown by. Absolutely flown by. So, as a little recap, diagnosis was January, February, February. February. Sorry, yeah, February. February. Beginning of February, he was diagnosed. Um, last episode, we got up to him coming out of. It was just when you were telling him, you and Baz were telling yes. him what he had. He'd come out of ICU, yeah. he'd gone onto the ward, Pickney Ward at St yeah. George's, and they were starting treatment. And they were starting treatment. So, hey, I'm going to lie to you. Tell us about this treatment. So how plan. it works, before anything happens, how it works is the consultant and the nurses will take you into a room, and they tell you what type of treatment he's going to have, what he, what he's 
going to need to have fitted. For the different types of leukaemia, which I found out. Yes. And I have been doing a little bit of research, just yes. to let you know, on the different types of leukaemia. But I'm it's not going to say anything. four or five, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I was looking myself. Different kind of levels of complex needs for yeah. for treatment, And did you rarity. know that the most cancer... How can I put that? I'm saying that completely wrong. The most common cancer in children is leukaemia. And that's... We were talking... Not how common it is, but we were talking about last time how we don't like to speak about cancer, uh, especially in children. Yeah. Um, and to hear, I, I, hear I, something I, like that... I didn't know that. that is, that's what I mean. It's common. It is the most common cancer in children. Do you know what I'll do? I'll put in a summary as well the percentage because I'd love to find out afterwards as well like what's the percentage you know, of cancer cases and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because if it is the most common, how many kids are getting this? Do you know what I mean? It must be thousands and thousands than, and thousands. A lot more thousands. than I originally thought. Yeah. Because, I mean, since I've been on Instagram... You're finding... More and more and more. Especially in buddies, my local area. Yeah. There's so many children. And you just think, like... How do we not know what's going on? Like it's just—it's almost like a secret society. Yeah. That's the only Once way you're to explain the, it. Once you're in the yeah. inner circle, if, well, in a bad way, then. But yeah. it, it's it's crazy, yeah. And I think the funding for leukemia is something silly, like four percent or something like that. It's oh. So I take it the majority of the funding goes towards breast, prostate. Yeah. The the what I think the main one consider, is breast cancer. Yeah, the yes. main. Yeah. People consider the main things, obviously, depending on whether the hell you're going through it or yeah. not, if you know someone. And stuff. Um, but, but going back to yeah. obviously, when when he started, they told us that you'd need to have a pick line fitted. And right. so they took us yeah. in and they told us how it was going to get fitted, when he was going to go down, um, everything like that, because it was too skinny to have a port fitted at the time. Mm. Um, so on on day one, I believe he would go down. They would fit the port, not 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 the port, the pick line. Yeah. They would fit the pick line, which goes in the arm. Make a small incision, goes in the and arm, and, and comes down. to near the ribs, I remember you saying. Comes, sort of, so yeah. that's where the port is. Yeah. So originally you had the pick, which goes in the arm, and then a, they call it a wiggly, hangs out the arm. Yeah. Um, that comes, comes up the shoulder, goes in round by the neck area, comes down and sits into an artery. This side was where he had it. Yeah. Um, so he had that fitted on, on day one. He had um, a bone marrow aspiration which is where they take the... Where they take the bone marrow to just test it to see what type it is, to see if there's any matches or anything. So they take the bone marrow to test how much of the bone marrow's leukaemia blasts. Okay. So they could tell from the blood test what type of leukaemia it was, but now they need to test the bone marrow and how full the bone marrow was of leukaemia Of leukaemia, yeah. Um, And it came back that he was at 40%. I mean, is that really bad? Really good? That's not bad. Not bad? No. I, I, mean, I, 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 I mean, I heard that. I thought it sounded yeah. bad. Like, I, I mean, like, some kids are like at 100%. half his marrow was... Yeah, like, some kids you know. are at 100%. Wow, okay. Um, but our consultant actually said that when they looked under, under the microscope, it was actually like 100%. But what they tested in the bone marrow was just at 40%. It's weird how they explain it, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's so much information to take in. So I believe one day, and I'm just going to check my notes. I'm going to bring my notes here. Bring them out. Bring them out. Just to let you know. So what happens is when you're you're diagnosed with leukaemia, you have to go on a... um, a, It's almost like a regimen that you have to follow. Um, There's, I think, one, two, three, 
There are four main chemo cycles that are really, really, really intense. Yeah. Um, in between those cycles, you have breaks because they have to count recover. And count recover basically means that... White blood cells get it back up. Neutrophils have to come to a certain point. They have to reach 0.75. Yeah. Um, platelets have to be at a certain rate. HB has to be at a certain rate. Is it kind of uniformed or is it case by case, if you if you know? Like, uh, is it based on Archie's needs? So they're like, okay, we need to get it in this kind no. of range or so something like that. So it's basically, there's a set oh, okay. limit okay, cool. for all the children. Oh, they sweet. have yeah. to be above a certain... Just, just so that people at home know as well, so that you know, so they don't think it's a case by case thing and think, oh, is this really no. high? Is that really low? No. Is that this? So if it's a set figure, that that makes it a little yeah. bit more helpful for parents at home and stuff like that, and people going through it to go, okay, this so, is where we are. So on day one, he went down for the bone marrow aspiration. He also had a lumbar puncture, which is where they insert chemotherapy into the spine, and that goes into <laughs> the spinal yeah. fluid that sits around. The, br- well, the brain. brain, yeah, mm. because yeah. leukemia cells. <coughs> they also test to see if there's any leukemia cells there, and his was his was negative. Thank God. It's really um, good. I take it if it's in an area such as near the sort of like the, the, the I can't remember what they call it, like the, some form of sac or something like that, where all the spinal fluid is in. So I take it that's that's bad. I think it can cause. I, I don't hold me to this. I do think it can cause children to have and things like that that's, if it goes that's what I thought yeah. if it's somewhere as close to the brain and stuff yeah. like that that it caused some complications yeah. and stuff okay okay um, so that was that was day one um, day two we started the, the hard stuff I mean when they told us that he was going to have chemo I just thought right okay six months didn't think that it was going to be like three and a half years yeah um, me really naively I just thought it was one chemotherapy drug I had no clue. Oh, I would have thought the same yeah. thing. I swear, I wouldn't. I'll be honest with you. I before before he was diagnosed, I had no clue about chemotherapy. It sounds really bad. I thought they just kind of plugged you into the machine, pumped you through the, whatever the chemo was. It's kind of it, yeah. really. I had that was no just clue. the assumption Honestly, I had of it. I really, like, really you know. didn't. And okay. you know, then we had to like we have to sign consent forms to say that. We're in agreement with him having this treatment. We're in agreement with him going down for bone marrow aspiration. I couldn't do it. Really? I wouldn't sign it. I don't know why. Just about to ask you that. I, 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 I had to get Buster to do it. Because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, if something goes wrong, I'll I sign I feel that. responsible. Yeah. That's what and I was going to say. Let's break this down. I was ready to but break this one. But then I think, like, is that selfish of me to put Buzz in that position? Uh, no, because, you know, you've just said it. To everyone at home, so no, no, but I'm totally thinking like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look I selfish get, of putting him in that position. I, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't see it as a selfish thing to kind of do because you're doing it for Archie, isn't it? yeah. I just couldn't do it. Though. I feel. I mean, this is this. Is, you, you tell me from on the wrong route and stuff. Like you say, you've, you've done so much for him already. Signing. It's like the final thing. That yeah. makes sense. I'm sending him officially on this journey now. You've had the diagnosis. You've had that. Yeah. Okay. It's official. That. But this is starting the the, the, the treatment. Yeah. The, the treatment shit. journey. Yeah. This is the bit where you'll hear, you know, hair potentially falling out. You know, appetite loss, appetite gain, weight loss, weight gain, sleeplessness, irritability, all of that jazz. Yeah. You know. That's the path you're going to be going on. And it might have been, you know what? 
you, I, can't, I couldn't do it. Bring yourself to it. You couldn't bring couldn't yourself it. to it, you know? Um, so, I mean, the way they explained it to us was, so the first, you know, this is one of the strongest chemotherapy drugs. It's called um, Dawn Rubicin. Um, and that would be given on day two. Yeah. And they explained to us that it is a, it's a red chemotherapy. It can turn your urine pink. It can turn your tears pink. Um, Corn scare at the same time. I mean, This is know. one of the drugs that make your hair fall out. Yeah. Um, and he had this over the space of, he had it once a week for four weeks. Yeah, yeah. The dawn rooms in. He also had a chemotherapy drug called Vincristine. And that is administered via a push, so that's not done by a machine. So it's oh, in the yeah, room that so someone pushes, pushes it, it through. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's given on exactly the same day as the Dawn Rubicin. No, the Vincristine. So that was once yeah. a week, and that was over five weeks. Okay. So this first, I should have mentioned what the first cycle I, 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 Well, is you know what? I, this is my fault, everyone. See, yeah. I'm the guy who's meant to be, you know, trying to, you know. So the first cycle plan is called induction. So so if I take it one step back even further mm-hmm. than that. So that diagnosis stuff. When does this happen? So when does, so like you said, right, treatment's going to start. He's there, had all of this. You've had the diagnosis. Someone has to put this together. Mm-hmm. So give this, it to you, explain was, it yeah, to you, yeah. and, and, and for you and the Baz to get your head around it, this is like for Harry and Olivia, you know, your mum Michelle, dad Colin and stuff like that, to explain this is, this is what's going to happen to originally, wasn't given this. So originally, it was just verbally. And you said write everything down as well. Yeah. Down. And then I think at the end, at the end of our hospital stay at St George's, I was given the flow sheet. And I was given one flow sheet. So this is... Sure yeah, sure. No, 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 no. Show people. So this I'll is what a flow sheet looks like. So that is, unfortunately, this for you guys on a podcast, if you go into the YouTube there, you will actually get to see this. So, yeah, by all means, go to our YouTube uh, podcast as well of this, all right? So this is what a flow sheet looks like. Um, and this is Regiment B. That's just a lot of drugs on there. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. It's just a lot so of drugs. And basically, don't... this is what they start with, which is induction. And what they aim to do is throw absolutely everything at Blast them. it. Yeah, absolutely they blast the cancer. Have, yeah, they want... They want to get rid of it. So by by day by day well okay yeah. So day one they start with bone marrow, the lumbar puncture. By day two the dawnal room saying this is what I'm going to go into it and into it because it is literally it's you need, yeah it's go for really, it go, um, go for it this, and this is the most intense this, part of it. I would say this at this point was very very intense because they don't know what's 100 percent they're just trying to hit against. it with everything no, they don't know what they're up against blast it out yeah um he also had a chemotherapy drug called pegasparagus i hope i'm saying that pegasparagus which is yeah so that's a leg injection <laughs> that goes in the leg and he had that uh, he had that twice over the space of four weeks okay so that was also quite quite intense. Are you aware of what each drug does? Just no. for people... Are, oh, you're no. not, that's what I, I was going to ask you as well, to say, because that, that might be a good thing, obviously, all for I, a later episode yeah. and stuff to explain. All I know yeah. is that these drugs this. aim to kill yeah. the leukaemia cells, the leukaemia blasts. That's all I know. That's just an interesting... As a parent, on the outside, that's just an interesting thing to know. Yeah. Like you said. It's not explained you've, to you. Yeah, you've signed that. You're putting your faith, like you said, you're worried you couldn't do it yourself, so you've got Baz to do it yeah. and stuff. And then you've got all these drugs and not knowing what these drugs exactly are. It, it's it's the, the things that they say come along with it. So withdrawal yeah. and it can affect the heart. 
Right, and does he? Does he? Because of my dad's health and stuff, he has to take a drug, and then he has to take another drug to counter that drug. No. Is there anything no. like that in his treatment? Okay, that's good. So, so that's has, the, so. But they it, started it causes... him on um, steroids, so it's dexamethasone. Yeah. And this was given to him, I believe, over something like thirty-five days. And I think you know when you see children with cancer, and you sometimes see them, and they're really swollen and ballooned. Yeah. So that's what the steroids do. They really water retention, yeah, the whole shebang. Belly, yeah, yeah. Um, they they can. I mean, he was. I mean, they call it rage rage. He. I mean, oh, rage rage. Yeah, Roid yeah, rage rage. Roid rage. Yeah. Roid rage, Roid rage. I remember I was joking with you. About yeah. <laughs> and you so, were saying I mean, his appetite's when nuts. At, <laughs> when we were at St George's, I mean, he was waking up at six o'clock and saying to Baz, "I need to go to McDonald's. I need two. I need two chicken sam. No, what was he getting? Could have ate the whole menu. That's what was he? What was he ordering though? It was two um, was it breakfast. Two McMuffins. Oh, sausage like McMuffins. Four yeah. Browns, and he was still hungry after that. Fucking hell. Where's he putting it all? Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I was glad he was eating. That's yeah. all I wanted to do. Was eat. Yeah. Before that, he wasn't eating anything at all. So, and then we were told that he was having um, antibiotics that were given at weekends twice yeah. a day. In hospital, I didn't really have the responsibility of giving this to him because the nurses were doing it all. And so okay. the steroids, the nurses were coming in and giving to him. The weekend, um, we call it the weekend drugs. Weekend antibiotics, the nurses were coming in and giving it. So we weren't really yeah, you, uh, being trained on how well, that's to what do what to do. So this is the first cycle. This yeah. is happening over, what, a week period? So no, the first cycle is over four weeks. So you've got a four-week period here. Mm-hmm. So you're in the hospital of Archie, right? Bear when, in mind we was only in hospital until... That's what I was going to ask. Week. Third week in, yeah. so you've got one week you're going to definitely be doing at home yes. and stuff. So when, so when did they show you what needed to be done? Or did you did kind it. of ask? They didn't. So how do you do it then? When, we, <laughs> when so, they told you know, us we were going home, yeah. the nurse came into the room with a bag of medication, sat down and said he needs this much on this day, that much on that day, instructions are on the box. Just like a sort of GP pharmacy kind of thing, just follow the instructions it. on it. That There's no it. injections, no intravenous, nothing. Like nothing. It's all just pills. So we would get appointments. So when we left St George's, we would then get appointments from the Marsden. Yeah. So we would then go to the Marsden for any chemotherapy going forward. Okay. And it would be shared with our shared care hospital, which is Pembury, not far yeah, from, yeah. from you. From, so, yeah, yeah, just down the road, um, yeah. So that was that was basically induction. It was everything thrown at him. So by also on day nine, they also do the bone marrow aspiration again. So by day nine, they want to test that the chemotherapy is working. Working or gone down, all right? Yeah. Yep. So by day nine, his leukemia blast had come down to 0.19. No. So okay. the doctors actually came in and said he was doing really well. He's responding to chemotherapy really well. Um, we couldn't have asked for any more. How um, did you feel about that? I didn't understand it. That's what I mean. Did yeah. You... <laughs> I understand re... it now. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't understand what that meant. Were you just going with the flow? Yeah, because I did... it was like lingo. It's like they use their lingo. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know what that means. Yeah, because that's what I mean. It can be, like you say, last time you were speaking, you felt lost. So, you know, you'd thought there'd be a bit more, especially at this stage now, yeah. there'd just be a bit more information being given to you or, 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 or things things like that is that something that you think think there was a bit of a lack of 
they just they just send you on your way kind of thing and expect you to get on with it yeah it's, I can imagine them steamrolling through it for that period that three weeks you're there with them you're yeah. seeing what's going on information you can ask and it will give it to you but yeah like you say that lead you're up just sent on your to way. the home that can be really anxious and even when we were moment. at St George's I, I think I stayed there one night I couldn't stay there mm. when, when we were first admitted and he was in the, the picnic ward and only one parent could stay I think Baz stayed the first night and then I stayed the second night and I couldn't do it. I remember you said you hate hospitals anyway. Yeah, it's not that. I was laying in the bed and all I was doing was looking at him and just crying the whole time because I just couldn't believe. Where he is. I don't want to get Where he is. Yeah, I just couldn't. And even looking at him thinking like, this poor child. Tissue boys on hand, here I am. My poor child is like, He's dead. He's got. He's got cancer. Right? Is he going to survive this? So I had no out. idea what was going on. I couldn't sleep. The machines were beeping. I just couldn't cope with it. I and it's it, it, it's it's hard. Man. It makes me sound like a weak person. You know, I'm mum. I should be there. I should be the one staying with him every night. I just could not do it. You ask yourself this though: Had you been there up until that point? Yeah. There you go. I mean, I wasn't. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. wasn't going home until like. 10, 11 o'clock at night and I was getting back at like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning so it was yeah, there could be some people out there that may feel oh yeah there could have been harsh but until you walk that path that and you're in that shoes you're yeah. in that position it's very hard and it, difficult it, and, was, and, and you're drained yeah you're I remember knackered. walking I remember walking in one, one morning and he'd Baz had put him in the shower because when you're on chemotherapy that's another thing you have to shower every day oh really yeah and you well, have because to infection and stuff like that or no, is it just just because um, oh, I don't know what they said so if even things like if he has a wee, you have to wear gloves because chemotherapy comes out. Oh, of the it's, it's, and it's, it's, you can't the, get it on your skin. There's the poison and stuff like that. Yeah. And what it actually is. Yeah, bloody hell, yeah. Totally forgot about that. If you're sick <laughs> or anything like that, can yeah, come it's, out. it's what's come. Yes, what's been like pumped body through. Yeah. And things like that. And I remember walking in one day and Baz had he'd got out of the shower and my god, <clears> changing his body, I was just shocked just to see like his his body was so frail. And like he was just so skinny, and there was just there was like you know like he looked sick. He really did look sick. You you mentioned it last time to me. Obviously, if we were us noticing and stuff like that, um, but and, and it was harder for you guys to just see the daily changes, yeah. you know, in him and stuff. But I I, I can't imagine that to no, see was, your child, yeah. you know, change like that. It was, just, and it, it it was just, and you've got nothing that you can't you can't, you can't control it. it this is what I'm going to throw saying at you, all right? Because so where are we now? We're you know we're we're a couple of weeks in and stuff like that, you know. How was this affecting you guys in relation to how you? You're obviously going through your own battle, trying to deal with this. Obviously, yeah. how it made you feel initially, uh, the diagnosis and stuff. But what did you? Did, did you feel angry? Did you feel like, you know what, I need to be there for mum. I need to be there for Archie. I need there to be for... What What did you feel you needed to do? Where were you, if that makes sense? Not physically, but do you know what I mean? Where when were you? When you got diagnosed. Yeah, like, how did that hit? What, as, a know, big, as a big brother. Was, it was just kind of like a slow process thing. Mm-hmm. So I sort of just let it hit slowly instead of all in one. Yeah. Because I mean, if it hits all in one, then I will just... Close down yeah. to it, kind of thing. So I just let it slowly build up, and by the time I let it build up, I was fine. Yeah. And yeah. Was that help from friends, your mum, no, family? I didn't, I didn't like, really what was it talking? This is what I mean. Yeah. I, I just sort of took it in on my own time. Process it internally yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, was did you have anything that could help? 
people out there? I mean, obviously everyone's different yeah. and how they deal with stuff, but, you know, what, did, did you find anything to, to, to help you through it or to understand it? Um, you spent a lot of time with Ryan, didn't you? Yeah, I spent a lot of time with my friend Ryan. Yeah. And obviously he was always there for me. Still Good. Is. Um, Shout out to you, Ryan. You're out there, bro. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, a lot of the, lot of the boys... Obviously, That's always good. checking in. That's good. So um, you had that support and stuff there yeah. as well, man. Yeah. Did you notice anything in yourself, though? Were you getting moody? No, I was drinking. Ah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Drinking and, yeah. Yeah. So this is what I mean, man. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's, this is what it's for. This is a place where, you know, like I say, there's going to be other people listening to this and might be going, that's me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a bad mum, guys. She isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bad moment. I don't just let him go out no, drinking, drink. please. Oh, Come yeah. on, you know what kids are like. I mean, he's not really a kid, but... Yeah, Harry, ha- 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 Harry with his gorgeous looks and everything, as you can see <laughs> and stuff like that, unfortunately, for those on the podcast, can't see and stuff. But how old are you, Harry? 17. 17, you know. Um, you say that, he's got a bloody tattoo. Now I'm going to look like a no, bad I, man, I? He's done it behind my back, guys. Oh, it was the wrong arm, actually. Look, there you go. have an idea who was getting um, it. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the, and the reason I say this, like you say, you know, over here and stuff like that, kids dabble and drink drugs, all of that jazz and stuff like yeah. that to get over bad stuff. It, it, it can send you. Yeah, it can send you down... Bad things can send you down a bad path and stuff like that, you yeah. know? So, you you know, you, you've got your boys around you supporting you and stuff. Yeah, you're dabbling in drink and stuff like that. So mm. what, was that to, to kind of just numb it out? I don't really know. It was just a mm. thing. It's there. You might as well drink it sort of thing. Like, you you're fe- with your friend. Yeah. Obviously, he might be going through his own things. Mm. We both just want to have a chilled night to just drink. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Just, by the end Dewind of that, and stuff like yeah. that. Chill out and things and... Yeah. Okay. No, that's cool. That's cool. Because that's why I say I ask it and stuff like that, bro. Because depending on your age, you know, your mum's journey and what she's going through as a mum. Do you mm. know what I mean? But you're as a brother and stuff like that. And, and your mum said something last time in the last yeah. episode uh, in, in, in regards to you that you're, you know, you're a very protective big brother as well. Yeah. yeah? Also love- with Olivia. <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, and that's a beautiful thing to hear and stuff like that. So that's what I mean, like, you know. I think we'd be driving down here and you was winding her up in the car, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want to do an impression? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, man, that's, that's, it's, it's appreciated to hear and stuff like that, you know, how you felt. So for you, you know, you took your time, you just processed it internally by doing what you knew worked for you, mm. essentially. And how do you feel this treatment is going? Have you had to help with it? Because we heard from Liv last time, mm. she's had to help with the chemo and the bits and bobs at home. Yeah. And, you know, for her, a, like I say, for me, it blows my mind. It's out of this world. It's amazing mm. what you as a family, as a unit. To be honest, I think because unit. you work, he is at work all the time. Mm. He doesn't... I mean, you don't spend a lot of time at home do you no I mean at the time he had he had a girlfriend and he was with his girlfriend quite a lot so he wasn't at home an awful yeah. lot um, and in the beginning I was at the hospital so much and you were you were at work at the time weren't yeah. you he had to go to work he had a bit of time off but he had to go to work but even you know he, you'd pop up to the hospital when you finished work and things like mm, that yeah. but a lot of it he was I think you know I didn't see a lot of the older two Mm. right in the beginning it was it was was like passing ships kind of thing you know you're focused on your uh, on what's going on obviously be honest with me 
Mm. How did that make you feel? Because you know your mum's attention's elsewhere. Did you feel a bit, not pushed out as such, but did you have the awareness of being, what I'm asking is, did you have the awareness thinking, you know what, mum's busy, yeah, with obviously Archie. Yeah. I, I ain't going to even no, I didn't. burden them with my, my stuff going on. Because, you know, you're still doing your what, schooling at the time and stuff like that. And, you know, like you say, you're working or, yeah. you know, you've got your, all this stuff. So, you, you know, you, you're a young adult. Yeah. yeah, you might need help, support and stuff with th- things like that. And, you know, your mum, you know, doing her bits, Baz doing his bits and working yeah. all the time. That's what I mean. Like, how did you feel in that, in, in, in that moments, in those moments? Well, Archie's always been the favourite child, isn't he? So oh! It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, wow, we oh, talked about it on the second Archie. episode. It's always been Archie. <laughs> no, but it, it's the baby, isn't it? You've all, all had your, your, you your time of being the favourite. Exactly, yeah. he's the baby. <laughs> it, it, it didn't bother me too much. Obviously, I was at work. I focusing on the work. You yeah. don't really think about anything else. Just keep so, busy. No, no, I appreciate busy. it. I'm not doing that, and I'm making music or my friends. No, appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. That's why, as I say, that's that's the only reason because how this affects other people yeah. is important and stuff. I went a bit on tangent there. Apologies. Um, I wanted to bring Harry in before he fell asleep or anything. How did like you that feel when we come home? Mm. You see him. Yeah. When you actually see how he is, and I think. How did I feel? I don't know. Because it's all just a blur. Because it's so far away. But I think parts of you have to get over the fact that you can't do what you wanted to do or you used to be able to do like going out with people making sure they're, they're fine like they're not sick or anything like yeah. that so I can yeah, come home and Archie will be fine yeah. like things like that you have to check with who's alright who's not oh, I can't go out now because you're not well my brother's got this so I can't but I think do you feel like it restricted your life? not restricted because you don't miss out on much anyway Mm. Like you're still with Archie, Archie's still there, so you're not yeah. missing out on anything, innit? But I don't know, it was it was alright. Yeah. 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 How does it make you feel though, seeing him? Like your mum says, you know, seeing him we could only normally would look frailer, you know. It takes piss out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't. <laughs> Do you know what? Honestly. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that happened the other day. It was the most random thing, right? And it just made, made me think of you guys and stuff. So there's this kid and his dad. Um, these are his kids in his PJs. I was in co-op and stuff. And this dad kept calling his kid Baldy. He's going, ah. he's like his kid started it with his dad. Yeah. He's only a little kid. Must have been about seven, eight as well. Bald little kid and these Spider-Man PJs. Winding up his dad about sweets and his dad says to him saying, he's like, ah, come on, Baldy, like, we talking about da, 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 da. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, just listening and I'm thinking, you know, it could be alopecia, stuff yeah. like that. And he gets a phone call and he's talking, I think it was his partner at the time and stuff. And they're talking about treatments coming up, da, 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 da. mentioned chemo. Mm. So I'm thinking, oh, crap. This kid's... He's got cancer. More yeah. than likely got cancer. Yeah. I'm like, crap. Like, so... It was so random... Um, yeah, and um, but it was it was just like, really touching to see it. Just when you called him Baldy, and I'm like, it's, it's not that. Little? I think like, when, he, when he blew up a little bit, I started calling him the Fatty Boy. Yeah, so <laughs> you kept saying like, Fatty Bum Bum. Yeah, Fatty Bum Bum. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I've always said to the kids, don't treat him any different. 
Yeah. Because I don't really, want to... You have to be careful around him. Yeah. The yeah. things of course. you can say, as long as it's jokes, then yeah. it's all right. And as long as you guys are not taking it too far, yeah. you're reading the room, you know what he's yeah. like. If he's obviously feeling sensitive and stuff, you're not going to... Oh, no, he's still got you. Still, still, you still oh, bruh, like, that's, that's it. Second, Give I'm it. Like, Harry, well, he's eating dinner and then he won't eat his dinner. Yeah, he'll get off. I'm not eating no more. Harry's being horrible to me. But it's what big brothers are for. It's going to strengthen his character. It's one of those things, like I say, everyone's different and things like that, but, you know, it works for you guys not to tiptoe around him no. and, and to treat him <coughs> or be different yeah, around him. That's advice I'd give to other parents going through it. Don't treat them any differently. Mm. Because... Yeah, but that's the advice I got and that's why I was doing what I was doing with him. <laughs> <laughs> you just went double. You just went double into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, don't treat him any different. Oh, it's wait. not that I did want him going to school and then people saying, oh, that kid's bald because he'd already you know it's, he'd it's, already it's, got it off of us at home not me because I wouldn't call him bald but no, you, but you like and your you sister say. Are, and, you know Baz is Baz <coughs> is bald and he'd say to Baz oh you got egghead and Baz would go yeah I mean, you're, right, a, you're egghead and all I've been abusing Baz's egghead yeah. <laughs> so you know he, he got it from everyone apart from me because he's my favourite yeah. <laughs> his loving mother his um, loving <laughs> So I didn't want him to go to school and cry and be like, yeah. people are calling me bald or people saying I've got no hair. I didn't want him to be like that and it sort of strengthened his his character a bit. So, we, uh, where the hell were we? We're going back to the treatment. We're going back to the treatment. So no, that was me flying off with induction, Harry there. Induction, induction, induction. Okay. Right, we were on day nine of... Yes. Right, what, to, what to expect... Because this sounds complicated. I feel a little bit lost. I'm not going to lie to you. All right. We're only in day nine. Yeah. How many pages? Is, is... No, there's not a lot. Once no, 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 no. But they give you like a, they give you a program, don't they? Like well, I actual... only come away with one first. Yeah. And then when I went to the Marsden, they then gave me. Is that like a week by week or is this just. This is done by. So this is done by cycle. Yeah. Over week by week. Yes. Okay. Okay. It. Five weeks. This is five weeks. Um. So by day nine, he was classed as early rapid response to chemotherapy. He was responding really, really well. Yeah, great. Um, they continued with the chemotherapy because he was doing really, really well. Um, and then day 29, they then take him back down for a bone marrow aspiration again because they aim by day 29 for them to be in remission. One month? One month. Wow. Um, That's a knockout. Some children don't reach it some people some children do um and this i think this was the longest wait i'd ever had to wait for because um we was at home at the time and i think they'd set because what they do is they, they take the bone marrow they test it and they can get a they can get a result there and then but then it needs to be sent off and it can take a bit longer seven to ten days for the proper result to yeah. run through they can get preliminary um, and then they yeah so they'd already said to me that it was looking like he was in remission but they didn't want to get my hopes up oh yeah if, I mean, if he wasn't understandable um, yeah so she said to me you know I'll be calling you I was waiting for the calls waiting for the call and it weren't coming I kept phoning up and it weren't nothing back nothing back and then the phone call came and I could just tell by her voice that he was in remission oh, and I good. was like oh Great. my god Wickedness. this cat's as fucking gone you know he's kicking ass yeah. Day 29, he's in remission, no leukaemia blasts, found in his bone marrow. Nothing. Right. So I actually smashed 
yeah. jump kicked cancer's ass. He's in remission. Yeah. After 29 days. Yeah. St. George's done the magic. They did. And then I think coming to the end of this cycle plan, we all obviously got sent home with um, it's an oral chemotherapy that you have to give at home. And you have to give it at the same time. Liquid or pill form, sorry? Liquid form, okay. So it's given at the same time every single day and it has to be given the same way. So if he eats it with the yoghurt, so if he has the liquid and then has the yoghurt, he has to have that every single time that he has this medication. Is there a reason why? Because it works better. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, I'm just going on what the consultants tell me. <laughs> so, I mean, there would be times where we got into a routine of he'd have his dinner and then he'd have it. And then there'd be a case of, because he was on steroids, he'd still be hungry. Well, this is it. So I thought he'd, he'd be his, like, can yeah. I have a Domino's with my oh. chemo? Do you know what he I mean? Was eating, he was eating yeah. Domino's, he was eating half of house and home, you'd yeah. be like, run out of money. He like, was, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it, there'd be times where he'd have his dinner, he'd have the oral chemotherapy at home, and then he'd have something else to eat, and then he'd throw up. Uh, and once you throw up, it's right, down yeah. as a misdose. You can't re really, it. Yeah, because he's... Yeah. Oh, bloody And yeah. I remember there was one time we actually had to call... Um, the Mars and 24 hour helpline because he'd thrown it up and we said this was right at the beginning we don't know what to do yeah because you oh, like, they told us to re-give it and oh. it was the wrong information to give well we're going to go I'm going to make a specific chapter for I don't know what mistreat- the Mars and fuck up <laughs> so, are we calling see, it the Mars I, and fuck I, up I, I was going to call it mistreatment see I was just going to be the nice I knew, <laughs> I knew you were going to if you follow my Instagram you would probably already know this by now but Mars and fucked up <laughs> so yeah, we will. And I was not happy. <laughs> we will go on to bits about yeah, uh, mistreat mum. Yeah, ang- angry mum. Things that can go wrong for whatever reason. The reasons they have gone wrong as well. The reason was not good enough. Well, this is it. <laughs> this is it. And you know, and yeah, shit for for people at home to look out for. No, exactly. Because that, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. So we'll get on to that. But yeah, we'll get on. But to coming that, to like, the end of day twenty nine, that was the end of induction. And then he is on a chemo break. Yeah. So that's how long's the chemo break though? So how long? So, so induction was. How long, induction was over five weeks. Five weeks. Two to three weeks of induction was at St George's. The yeah. rest was done at home, and then we would go to the Marsden for chemotherapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the he actually can't recovered quite quickly from okay. the first one. Really, yeah. really. I think within a week he can't recovered. Yeah. Um, his neutrophil was shot right back up to like five points something. So it was Wicked. really, that's really it was good amazing. to hear. So the second second um, chemo cycle that you go onto is something called consolidation. Yeah. And they warned us right at the beginning of this that this is the chemotherapy. It spikes the temperature. So this is the stuff that starts doing bad things. I wouldn't say doing bad things because he wasn't particularly too unwell with this. He yeah. just spent a lot of time in hospital. Okay. Because with children on chemotherapy. If you spike a temperature of 38, you have to be admitted to hospital for a minimum of 48 hours. Just to check over, make Blood sure it's not have this, to be that, taken yeah. Because, but I believe this is only if you're neutropenic. If you are not neutropenic, you'll go in, they'll take blood cultures, yeah. and if you're well, if you need antibiotics, they'll send you home, mm-hmm. and you can go home. Because he was neutropenic, he had to stay in. Um, they sent the blood culture to make sure that no bacterial infections were in anything in his body, anything like that. Um, yep. But we knew this was down to the chemotherapy <coughs> yeah. that was causing the temperature. And I think he spiked two or three times over this cycle. Um, so the cytarabin, what happens is cytarabin is given over four days, yeah. over four weeks. 
Um, so what happens is on day on day one of this cycle, so it goes back to day one again of this cycle, he went in for a lumbar puncture. Again, it is chemotherapy inserted into the spinal fluid. Yeah. Once he was awake from that, no, it isn't actually. I've got my dates mixed up. Day one, and then, <laughs> and then the week later, a couple of days later, actually, three days later, he goes into the Marsden and he has something called cyclophos- cyclophosphamide. Okay. And this is a chemotherapy that goes alongside cytarabine. And it goes in via like the, the drip machine, and it goes in over four hours. Yeah. So the chemotherapy is actually over half an hour to an hour, and the rest of it is a flush. That's like the old school stuff. That's what I was going to say. Well, you've been talking about the treatments. That's, that's how I pictured it. Is yeah. The, like you see in the films, it's like in the drip bag, and just kind of just sitting there, yeah. and it's just flushing through you slowly. And so stuff. that's that was that's cyclophosphamide always has to go alongside cytarabine. So. He had that, and then the same day they administered the cytarabine, and that is given, I believe that is given by a push. I don't know, it was that long ago. Mm. It's either done by a push or it's put in a machine and it's given over quite a short amount of period. No, it is done by a push. No. I am right. It's done by a push. <laughs> it's saved in my highlights to my Instagram. So, um, again, this was just a simple, simple plan to follow. Um, Oral chemotherapy at home, given each night, um, and weekend weekend antibiotics. So this was really really simple. I was going to so say that doesn't sound. This is a lot more. This was a lot more simple. Um, so is this why they called it kind of like the consolidation yeah. kind of phase? Because it's just it's what, so it's two visits to the Marsden, three visits to the Marsden. Sorry, three visits to the Marsden over one, two, three, four, five weeks. So the after the first initial hit at the Marsden, you have community nurses that come in and give the cytarabine at home. Yeah. So they come in every day, they take his temperature, administer the cytarabine, and I think by the second week he'd spiked. Right, okay. And then we managed two weeks at home, and then he spiked right at the end, and then he spiked two weeks later. I believe this is because this was the cytarabine coming out of the body, and he obviously spiked at that point. Um, He really started to lose his hair a lot more around this time. Um, by the third week of Dawn Rubicim, it started to fall out. So, yeah, because that's going to be a key thing for people. When did you notice the change? So, I made the decision. I say I made the decision. I spoke to Archie um, about his hair because he had very, very long hair. Mm. Um, mm. Like yeah. Jack Grealish hair. It took him months to grow it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not keen on Jack Greenish, are you? I was going to say, I knew that's why he was laughing. It was just like, all the people. Like, Jack Greenish. He loved his hair, he really did love his hair. And we had a conversation with him and we said to him that, you know, shall we cut it shorter? Because it's going to fall out and you're going to have a lot of hair everywhere. If we cut it shorter, yeah. you won't notice it as much. We was actually still at St George's at the time and yeah, we contacted yeah. Togs. a really lovely yeah. guy. He's a celebrity barber. There you um, go. What's he, he called again? Togs. Togs? Yeah. Is he too? Yeah. I knew it. Fade Station in Petswood. There you go. Another shout out. Fade Station in Petswood. Yeah. That's it. Um, he was absolutely amazing, wasn't he? He, yeah. ca- he actually came over to St. George's. That's lovely. Free of charge. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely. Brought him a pair of trainers. Ones, yeah, think, he was it? absolutely lovely, wasn't he? Yeah. That's um, lovely, that is. You know, we went into a little room and he cut his hair and... We'll make sure as well when all these people... All these special people, you know, people that have come in to help the family, we'll give them shout outs as well. We'll put links, I'll put links in to yeah, their sort he, of Instagram he was amazing, or whatever. Wasn't he? Yeah. he really, yeah. really was. Um, 
So that's what we chose to do with his hair. So when it did eventually start really, really falling out. Yeah. Um, it was quite hard, really. I mean, everybody was... was <coughs> I'd say everybody. Olivia kept touching his head because he was like a baby penguin, wasn't he? Yeah, it? but I feel like you noticed it less when he did shave it, but like sort of now... Yeah, so it got to the point where... I saw his Insta picture and, yeah, because of the, the patchiness more, yeah. and yeah. stuff like so that. So it was where, very, very patchy when we got yeah. home and it got to the point where he was like, just shave it off because he yeah. couldn't cope. He didn't like he it, was, of course. He was laying in bed and he was waking up and his whole pillow was just covered in hair. How was he feeling at the time? Did he say? He didn't... Did he get crying about it? Or? No, he doesn't really know, does he? No, not... I mean, when you actually, I mean, you really have to sort of sit down and speak to Archie and say, how are you feeling? Mm. You know, I don't sit there and say, you pissed off. But I yeah, say, well, this know, is it. You're are just you angry? Asking... Are you angry? Yeah. And he says, um, he says, I'm not angry I've got cancer. He said, I'm angry that I have to have chemo. Yeah, so that's what I mean, because cancer is just cancer. Yeah. That makes sense. It's, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, chemo it's and how going it to do feel. this and this is, yeah. that's what I'm angry at. And is, so much is, control is taken away from him. Yeah, you, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. There's food you can't eat. I remember him at the party and stuff, can't and he couldn't. Yeah, and it's. I did let go on. Yeah, but, it was yeah. heartbreaking though, because I could hear it. I could feel your pain as a family. You're like, you can't go in there because if that gets dislodged, you're you're going to be going through more drama and yeah, stuff. It's surgery. drama for him. Yeah, yeah, surgery, and it's drama for you guys ultimately mm. and stuff. But. Seeing all yeah, these cousins all, and people playing and you're just like, oh man, it's heartbreaking. He's you know? always said that he's he's never been angry about the cancer. It's what comes with it that makes him mm. angry. And he always says to me, I remember I remember when we took him home and you know, it really made him weak. He couldn't walk up the stairs. And I remember the a couple of times walking up the stairs to put him in the bar. I think that was the worst part. What? Seeing him weak. Yeah. Because he couldn't yeah. even jump. No. Yeah. Couldn't even get up off the floor. I think that was the worst bit of seeing him. I remember I, when he first came home. Do you remember he he was walking to the toilet mm. and he, his legs just gave way? <sighs> and the scream that he let out because he bashed his legs. And I'm like having a heart attack. Oh man, that stuff makes me want to cry. That's just, the stuff that makes me want yeah. like, just, yeah, just that, See Josh or the soap. They just. They just the he balls the of energy. To describe it, it was like an old man, wasn't he? Yeah. So then when he did energy, start though. to do it, he was really happy, wasn't he? Yeah. When he started to walk properly, go upstairs, I can walk up the stairs, look, and he's trying to show everyone. It's really, it's lovely, but it's just, that's what I mean, so hard for a kid. But even when, like, he Little was kid. Really weak, yeah. You know, it's awful. Like... <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it is. You just think, like, there's a moth in here. <laughs> oh, this is it. <laughs> Sorry, I've got you on a video there, yeah. seeing you going oh. like that. I was like, what's that? Moth. <laughs> You know, even when he was walking up the stairs, I remember he, he was really struggling and I was going to him every step of the way. I said, you shout out, fuck cancer. And he was walking up the stairs going, fuck cancer. And every time he was saying it, he was getting up them stairs. And I thought, no, yeah, you fuck cancer because you are getting yourself up them stairs. Don't give up. And I thought, like, no, we're not going to let this win. It's yeah, not going it, to beat him. He is going to kick his ass. And he needs that drive from you guys, that energy from you guys when he's feeling. I can imagine, especially weak, you know, your energy, you know, love and stuff like that. Hang on, when he got out of the bath, I'd go and have a cry. But no, it's I've, getting no, him through that yeah, because that, that, he needs to be... That's a parent, though, isn't yeah. it? You're not going to show that in no. front of him. You take it to yourself, I'm going to deal with that. Yeah. Come back and you're going to give him your rule. Yeah. Ultimately. But I think... Going back to his hair, that was the reason why we decided to shave it off at mm. home because he was like, I can't cope with it anymore. You communicated with him though, which yeah. is wicked. That's really good. That's a really good thing to actually ask him, what do you want to do? Yeah. Rather than taking control, he's already losing control, like you said. Yeah, and he was like, who's... Did I 
Sorry. Here we go, everyone. We we have another special guest star. Are you coming to say now. hi? Are you gonna say hi, Liv? Hi guys, I know you all missed me. There you go. She's here for episode two as well. She is around. <laughs> um, but that's a decision. Why you know that's why his hair was shaved. Um, and then we just we just went from there, kind of thing. But he he got through this really 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 well consolidation. So 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 where is he at now in the treatment plan? So. He is because he's losing his hair again. Yes. So this is what I mean for people to understand at home. So you, you, you so know, once you get once you get through consolidation, you go into something called interim maintenance, yeah. which is like a trial run for maintenance, which is we're not mm. quite there yet. But it's literally as it is trying to say, we're just trying to maintain this now. Yes, and just keep so it here. Interim maintenance is it's really gentle. It's um, their hair will start to grow back. Yeah, yeah, because true. His hair, at this point, his hair starts to grow back. It's a lot. It's it's a lot longer. I believe this is over about eight nine weeks. Yeah. Um, this is. Oh, I'm gonna have to have a look at it. It is been Christine, which is given the chemotherapy, which is done via, via a push. That is given once a month. Okay. So it's a lot less. So it's a lot less. Lot less visits. Massive. Yeah. yeah lot less Love visits. You. Um, another oral chemotherapy is introduced called, uh, I believe it is methotrexate. So, remember me telling you about the number puncture that goes into the spinal fluid. So, yeah. it's the same chemotherapy, but he swallows it orally. Okay, okay. And so, when he takes the methotrexate, um, so when he has a number puncture, he doesn't take the methotrexate orally. He'll yeah. miss it that day. Um, it's Just too much. Yeah, I, I don't know why for... they do it like that, but okay. they do it like that. He'll continue, he, on interim maintenance, they continue with the oral chemotherapy um, it's called, we call it 6MP. There is another word for it, but I haven't got the box here and I can't remember what it is. <laughs> we'll go over that. But it's, we'll it's one, it's, it's, it's a red, it's like a red pinky colour. I don't know. Called 6MP that's given every night. Um, the methotrexate is only given on a Wednesday, so it's only given once a week. Yeah. Um, again, the steroids, <laughs> so he has steroids alongside Vincristine, and it, steroids will always be given alongside Vincristine yeah. because it helps with the chemotherapy it helps it work. well just the, the, the like you said the whole um, like you say there was the appetite and stuff is yeah. it giving them energy as such or anything mm. like that or just because of the food so or just it keeps them awake yeah um, it can it can irritate the gut so right at the beginning he was given mm. a okay. tablet called a meprazole which helped protects the lining of the gut the second yeah. time he was given steroids we wasn't given that and he suffered from really, really bad heartburn and couldn't eat. Okay, yeah. So, I'll get on to the next bit when I get on to the yeah. next bit. <laughs> um, so, interim maintenance is really, really gentle. Um, they kind of return back to... Sort of their former kind of self, yeah, in a sense. I would say their he was 80% back. back to Cause, his cause, normal self. Because that's the bit I was going to ask you. So, yeah, so at home, having him now at home for so long... I mean, that must have been wicked. Yeah, this was amazing. Interim yeah, that's what I mean. Is this the oh, period where you're like, oh, yeah. It was absolutely amazing. It's good I, to have my boy back. He went back to school. Well, this is it. So yeah. that was the period he went back to school yes. was that phase there. Yeah. yeah so the main, he managed, yeah. I believe he managed to go back for a whole day a couple of times. Wicked. Really and good. I just started him off with an hour at the beginning. I was like, no, don't. And even then, I didn't want to leave him. And what were the school like? Supportive? They, they, were, they were really good at the beginning. Um... 
And then there was another furious moment, wasn't there? Which moment? Oh, let that, do I need to go into that? It's totally up to you. This is. So this he went into <laughs> school. He went into school, and as far as I was aware, all the teachers knew what was wrong with him. Okay. As far as I was aware, he went in one day and he, he was allowed to have his hood up because he had no hair. Oh. He'd gone into a room to eat his lunch with his friend, and I believe that I don't know—is she a teaching assistant or, or something? Someone who was know. unaware of. Unaware. Yeah. Had gone in and asked him to take his hood down. Okay. And he was really, really upset. I believe that when he took his hood down, she looked and went, oh, like that, because she was shocked. Um, he refused to eat his lunch, wanted to come home. And obviously it's upset him then, he and then that's it. his yeah. confidence really, really bad. The school had phoned me, but they didn't tell me what had gone on on the phone. And oh, then okay. she called me back because I had said to her, well, why does he want to come home or something? Yeah, well, yeah there was a reason. It was an incident, but she wouldn't tell me over the phone. Seems very so. I'd yeah. gone into the school, and the head teacher was there. He was apologizing, and I'm like, What's happened? Yeah. Why are you apologizing to me? What's happened? And when they told me, Oh my god, I was fucking fuming. I was like, Who is she? Yeah, who is this woman? You know, and why have you not made all these teachers aware of what's going on? Yeah, I was so angry. More, I was more upset for him because he'd been how he felt, like you said, he's. Make him uncomfortable, wouldn't it? Yeah, that, that hurts his little bit of, you know, yeah. security at school. If people can't see, you know, and then, and then being forced. Funny. Yeah. And I, I was so angry. I, I cried and I cried because I was so angry for him. Yeah, of course, um, yeah. That's totally understandable. I think from that point, I made his class teacher take a photo of him, because they had these iPads, and send it round to all of the teachers in school. It got to the point where I wanted to do an assembly to make everybody aware. Um... But I was so angry. I was I can, so, so angry. Yeah. Um, that really did annoy me. So I was like, you know, how incompetent are you that you can't even let your staff know that you have a sick child in school? The reason I want to say, again, pitfalls, it's important for people at home to know about little things that they can do to make sure that these things don't happen. No, exactly. It sounds bad, but in the sense of using Archie's story as a way of learning so that their kid or them or whoever doesn't, or might not they still might obviously depending yeah. on where they are and who they are and but what's this happened, isn't the first day he was at school either well this is the worst yeah. thing he's, he's been, been there for days, you know <laughs> at least a week he'd gone in but I think he, he'd managed in this in this um, chemo cycle he'd managed to go in for maybe just over two two to three weeks mm. um, and he was due to go in just before the summer but I think I think somebody in the, in the other class came down with chicken pox so at that point, that's a big like, no, no. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, it just it just isn't worth it. But we enjoyed. We loved. We loved this cycle because he really was time at home. It was amazing. Just, he was more himself, wasn't he? Yeah, and it fell where, when his birthday was, so he got oh, to wicked. celebrate good. his birthday, mash up on Christmas, and then you know you yeah, get this at this. There you go. Thought, you know. How lucky are we? Like we got to celebrate Christmas. We got to celebrate his birthday. That's really, that's really good. That's what I mean. It's that's nice. You little know, some moments. children don't get that. Yeah, exactly. you know they might be in hospital on their birthday or something like that. On the treatment wise, on a random one. So you're aware of the treatment. You know what you've got to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you said, you, you simplified it. Amazing. Like, I just need to read a box. But obviously there's more to it you know, yeah. so than that. Who else picks up on the treatment? I mean, obviously, God forbid, if anything happened to you, what have you put in place to make sure, you know, obviously I take so, it bad, like your mum as well. I've written everything down at home. 
book you have. If I'm ever not there, everything's get every, everything gets written down. How it needs to be given. Yeah. Right at the beginning, when the oral chemotherapy come home, I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't touch it because I was so frightened of what they said if to you me for getting on your skin or it's gonna melt. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> it's gonna melt. I'm thinking if this is so toxic, I'm putting it into his bloody mouth. Like, what's it doing to him, mm. kind of thing? And I'm, you know, my mind was just running away with me. I was like, I can't do it. Man, you've got to do it. Can't do it. And then I think after about a month. I just got used to it and I was like, yeah, right, of course, of it's course. fine, I can do it. And I think at one point, we were training for the free peak challenge. Yes. I'd gone out on a walk with Baz not realising he was due to have his methotrexate on Wednesday. He was at home with Liv and I had to phone her. Oh, is this where Liv was talking last... The, and she was on FaceTime to me, I was like, put gloves on. Is this what you were saying last time yeah. when you started having to give it as well? Yeah. Okay, only yeah. only a minute once. Cool. It wasn't actually too difficult. Well, well done, though. It it's really easy. good. But he has this habit of when you give it, he'll make himself gag and throw up. Oh, my God, I used to get so angry with him. Can like, I say something? He did, not, no. he did not want me to give it to him. No, but he did it. Yeah, yeah he, he was amazing. That's really good. On um, both your parts and stuff like that. Yeah. But that's what I mean. We've obviously Harry, like your mum. I don't know, think Harry Carl. would. You wouldn't commit to him, would you? Yeah, like, he would be no. too nervous. I think if, it, if push came to shove, I think they'd all. If I needed to, yeah, of course. Like, seriously, yeah. I would, but I wouldn't. He would be jumping I'd, around but, like, oh my god! I don't even ask. I'd rather not. You know, you thought, oh, you know, yeah, I've got. Harry trained on it. I've got Liv trained on it. I've got Mum, Dad trained on it. Baz trained on it. I've got the neighbours trained on it. Rick, he would be like, I don't have a clue what You've I'm doing. You've got to come home now, yeah. love. He's literally like, get in now. <laughs> Liv's, Liv's the calm one. She's like, right, okay, I'll do it like this. I'll do it like that. Am I doing it right, Mum? Like on FaceTime that's or whatever. Because she's, she's a responsible one. That's good, yeah. isn't it? We're yeah. to train you up a little bit more, don't <laughs> we? But, I mean, interim maintenance, this is a lovely break for the kids. Yeah. You know, all right, still shit being on chemo, still shit they're going through it. But this is this so is the intensity of it is really really the side effects of it. Down. Yeah. And then again you have to be count recovered to start again. So when he stopped this, you then go on to something called delayed intensification, and this was the one I was dreading. This is where we are now. Okay, and what's the reason behind that? Because Why are you this dreading? This is it? induction and consolidation oh, in one. combined into one. And even when I was started the Instagram page, when I was talking to parents, they all said that delayed intensification was the bit they harsh. dreaded. She was awful. Was, but some parents were saying it's not as bad as it's made out. Yeah. Um, Is it dependent on obviously how the kid reacts to everything? I think so. I mean, I think he's. I think he's smashed every cycle that he's yeah. on. That, that's yeah. just maybe that's me being biased, but he is smashing it. Um, it's, it's great seeing him in the pics and stuff like that. The bits that get. Don't get me wrong. There's days where he's. That's what I mean. There's, you can, and I, I see some of the pics, and you know, I can see he looks frail. Yeah. And you can see his energy's not there. Yeah. You know, like when he's walking up the stairs, and you see him holding on to the banister, like yeah. you, could, you, you could just feel. Even when he was trying to struggle, run, do you know he what I mean? It feels like he has weight. Weight. Yeah, that's what I mean. You can legs. see, kind of yeah. see it in the pictures. It's like, like you said, like he's like an old person in, yeah. in, in, in a bad way, but like in the child body, yeah. but you see it. I was hunched and he's just trying to pull himself on. And, I was and he, like, was oh. walking, he forever was walking with a hunch, wasn't he? We yeah. had to get saying to him, stand, stand up, up but he's can't because he's so just, yeah. just weak and just doesn't want to hold. That's why I was asked about the yeah. hunch and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you said that. Easy. Yeah. I'm, I'm just aching everywhere and it's like... Before, he'd be running up on stairs on all fours. Yeah. Just be... Nothing. Flying around. Yeah. yeah. You know, and this, this, this is the one that I dreaded. I really did dread it. So what was did... going on in this one then? So what happened in this then? So... Right. 
even leading up to this, he he won't be in count. He just wasn't count recovering. And I was oh, really. So it's I, just... it's, I think it was about three weeks, and I was really panicking. I was thinking, "What if the cancer comes back?" I was. It, it, all these emotions were going through my mind. I couldn't think. I was phoning the hospital. I was like, "What can we do?" He's not count recovering. Do you want asking what they would do? Do they just he's, go straight back so to square? Everything was fine right. apart from his neutrophils. His neutrophils. They sat at 0.6, <coughs> and then they went. They they kept dropping. Okay. I think I think at two weeks in a row we were still at 0.6. They weren't coming up, and I was thinking, "Oh my god, what if the cancer comes back?" And I was thinking, no, I shouldn't be thinking like this. But the, you know, the Marsden was saying to me, "This is normal. This is normal to be feeling like this. You're going to worry. You're going to panic yeah, because course, you've been on yeah. chemo for such a long time." Um, and in the end, we were told to stop the weekend antibiotics because sometimes that can stop the couch from reco- from recovering. Okay, yeah. They were stopped, and I think by Monday he'd come up to like one point two. Okay. And we were like, yes, we're ready to go. And I'm like, yes, let's get this shit out of the way because this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. I was really panicking because he was going on... So, in the beginning, I had Dawn Rubicin, whereas this time, the red chemo is called Doxorubicin. Yeah. So, they're similar, um, and they are the strongest chemotherapy drug to be given. They are just... They're given to adults, but they're just slightly watered down. Watered down, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, do you want me to discuss the fuck up now, or are we going to discuss the fuck up on a later? Well, no, I think now because it's the flow. So you know, we'll, we'll, we'll we're going to call this bit again. I've forgotten uh, <laughs> the mishaps. The mishaps. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was calling it mishaps. You're calling. So we went in. Up. We went in on. So no, I'll tell you what happened actually. So had there been any? By the way, sorry, had there been any fuck ups up until this point, other than the score, obviously. No. So there, everyone's been on points, judges, the Mars, the. And also, let's touch back, touch base with the pick line. So I haven't got back to that. So by about the fourth week of him having the pick line, the line got blocked. Okay, was that just because of his own body? Just the um, where it goes in is like a flat. So where they draw blood, the flap just, it was just blocked. It wasn't withdrawing any blood. They tried to unblock it. Oh, I see working. what you mean. It's like, a, so it, it seals up so it doesn't yeah. come back out. But then, So yeah. what, they tried to unblock it, weren't having any of it. So I think the following week, this was right back, I think before consolidation, um, they put a port in and a port is sat, it's on the opposite side and it is placed, it's like a round metal disc with like a gel sensor and it's placed underneath skin and it sits just on top of the ribs yeah and they make a small incision up here where they insert a catheter like thing that goes in so that's why he's got a port yeah basically so they call that a main line um i'm saying that because i'll get to the point of why the market yeah (laughs) so going back so we went in day one they have the lumbar puncture on delayed intensification chemotherapy into spinal fluid they took his bloods on that day and realised that he wasn't count recovered, so he couldn't mm. start day two, basically. So that was three-week break, and then we started three weeks later. And you have a knock-on effect, impacts of each treatment yes. as well, to make sure that, yeah, I can go on to the next stage. Yeah, That's so, it, and I have yeah. to look at this, because I'm very new to this cycle. Um, I'm glad so you brought that, to be honest with you. Day com- two, which was three weeks ago, four yeah. weeks ago, we went in. What happens is when you go in, you see your consultant, they have to make sure Archie's fit and well to be given this chemotherapy because it is a very harsh chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. All being well, we go round, then you have to wait for the chemotherapy to be made up. That can take up to two to four hours. Yeah. You're sitting around waiting. 
we were told that we were being seen by a senior nurse. Yes. I, I, she's a senior nurse. I'm yeah, quite yeah, yeah. With I, yeah. I, I hear nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it sounds all good. She's come over, and obviously, I know how they call it the Red Devil, Doxorubicin and Dornorubicin, because it is a red chemotherapy drug, and it knocks the shit out of you, basically. It's don't horrible. scare parents, but it it yeah, it's not it's not nice for the kids. Like you said, this part here is the bit that everyone's been anxious about, and, and we'd already yeah. had this right at the beginning. I've yeah. seen how. Fragile, it had it made makes, him. Yeah. So I was really nervous about him having the Dr. Rubicin. It has been Christine giving the fire a push, and then the Dr. Rubicin started after. What started alarm bells ringing for me is that there was another senior nurse there, and she'd asked her a question. She said, because she'd already attached something, she'd then unattached it from his main line and she'd capped it. And she said, you can't cap it and reattach it. And she went, yeah, because I've capped it, it's fine. And I'm thinking, okay, she's a senior now, she knows what she's doing, didn't think anything of it. No. But um, capping it means she's basically blocked it off with yeah, whatever, so, so nothing. By the end get, of a drip, yeah. you have like a thing that screws on, mm-hmm. they have to wipe it with antibacterial wipes, and she's taking it off and then capped it so nothing touches it. But yeah. you can't do that. I was made aware the following week, you cannot do that. Yep. She's That's given, for you guys at home. Remember, listen to that. Never let them cap it and make sure they always use a wipe, antibacterial wipe, whenever they reattach anything new or anything That's like it. that because there's been occasions where nurses haven't wiped it and children have got infections. Infections, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. So she said to me, right, this has been, this doxorubicin's been administered over 20 minutes and then 10 minutes of a flush. I didn't think anything of it. He's never had doxorubicin before. I'm following her lead. Yeah. You would. Didn't naturally. think anything of it. Kept checking he was okay. Not getting any tummy pains. Because before, when he's had this, um, he said that he felt like he was a microwave. He felt like he was like... Just burning. heating up yeah. inside. So, I, again, I was panicking. He was like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. I feel fine, I feel fine. Went away. Had to start steroids because he had been christine. Wasn't given the omeprazole that protects the gut the this gut time. And stuff, yeah. Because they said he was on a very short dose of it. So, didn't yeah. think anything of it. He was fine. Went home. Um, for three to four days, he had really bad diarrhea, yeah. really, really bad tummy pains. It was awful, really, really bad sickness. It, it was so bad. Even the anti-sickness wasn't even touching the sides. Wow. He was in a really, really bad way, and I'm thinking, oh my god, is it going to be like this every week? Yeah, like this, this, that's the norm. You're, yeah. you're expecting that to be the norm now. <laughs> so went back the following Wednesday. So the doctor rubes in and then Christine again. We had a different nurse this time. Um, Again, he has to be seen by the consultant because they have to make sure he's fit and well. Went in. Finn Christine did it by a push. Quite happy. You all right, Arch? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Attached the Dr. Rubis in. While that's going on, the nurses are standing there talking to us. We're talking for a good half an hour. And I'm looking and I'm thinking, hardly any of that's gone down. What's going on here? I said, how long does that have to be administered over? She went, an hour. I went, what? She went, yeah, an hour. I said, well, last week, the nurse put pushed it, it, not pushed not it, pushed it, back, it yeah. by the machine, they have to type in however long it gets but infused. But it, it pumps it through. Yeah. yeah. I said, she put it in over 20 minutes. She went, are you joking? I went, no. She went, let me go and check, because that's not right. Am I doing it wrong? She questioned herself. Yeah. She wasn't a senior nurse. But yeah, she but she's got herself. bath, obviously. It's a kid that's got cancer. You're gonna, so she ran yeah. over to her her senior nurse at the time. It was a different nurse mm. when we had the previous week. Um... She came back and she said, no, I'm right. It should be given over an hour. It can only be given over 20 minutes via a cannula 
in an adult or a child aged 16 and over. Yeah. Never ever via a mainline over 20 minutes. You just blasted them basically. You just blasted Bearing them. Bearing in mind this chemotherapy affects the heart. So at that point I'm like... Could have given him a heart attack. A heart attack. Yeah. What, what, you From know, the, just a strain yeah. of his body getting hit by all of this. Um, I was fuming. I was I was so angry. I, I was, you know, for the fact that it was a senior nurse. And it's his first one. It was the first. I was so ad- angry. Administ- oh, I can't even say it. You know, administration of this drug to him, um, and they fucked it up. So, I don't think they realised how angry I was, and I'm sitting there, and I'm really winding myself up. I mean, I saw the video Baz of Baz, kind of room. pacing the room. And looking like he was just going to headbutt a wall or something. What do I do? Is this nurse just made a mistake? Like, what do I do? You know, and I'm thinking, nah, I, I'm, not, I'm not having it. I'm not mm. having it. How dare they? How dare they make such a fuck up on my child? This, this ain't antibiotics they're giving him. This is chemotherapy. 100%. Um, so I went and spoke to the other nurse. I said, I want to put a complaint and I'm not happy. Mm. You know, this is a senior nurse we're talking about. She hasn't done her job properly. Mm. Um... She potentially could have caused my kid, you know, some serious harm here. Yeah. What, you know, this, these, these things can't happen. And these know why it's happened. So what they do, what she, what she said she was going to do, is they, they fill out a day text, it's called a day text, where they fill out and they basically put in what's happened. And I'd gone home and I'd called the, um, they'd given me the number for PALS. I'd called PALS the following day, put my complaint in, um, and then I received mm. a phone call and it's from the nurse that fucked up. Oh, Okay. And I answered the phone and she was like, oh, so-and-so. I just read the day text and I, I'm, I'm, I'm so shocked at myself and I can't apologise. And what she said to me is what she'd done is, at the Marsden they have these handheld devices. So they've changed their systems there so the children get a wristband. And every time they have chemotherapy, they scan the chemotherapy and then they scan the wristband to make sure... It all signs up, it's all electronic, it's all the all So with this um, handheld device, it has instructions on how to give chemotherapy. What she had admitted to me is what she'd done is read the top part, which said can be administered over 20 minutes, but hadn't scrolled down. Yeah, to actually say... It said, via a cannula... In in the case of anyone under 16... Please, over an hour. Never, ever, <laughs> via the main line, she'd not done it. She'd not done her job properly. Um, so, so what happened? Was it like, I'm sorry? I was like, she apologised. Oh, right, cheers, I thanks, was, bye. I was like, how dare you fucking ring me? Like, can you not imagine I'm going to be fuming with you? Like, yeah. why would I want to hear from you? Kind of thing. Um, I kind of said to her on the phone, I said, I want doctors there next week because I want to speak to doctors. I don't know how this has happened, but I'm yeah. fuming. And she said, oh, I'll make sure there's someone here to speak to you. Um... Bearing in mind, when he'd had that second dose, which was given correctly... Was he fine? He was fine. Like, so you said, said, what, four or five days of being at home? Intense stomach cramps, diarrhoea. Yeah. Like, how old is Archie? He's nine. Nine. That's what I mean. I just... You you, you just hate to hear it. Yeah, the following week, he was absolutely fine. He was... Nothing. He he, he did have, like, normal... Like, he was nauseous... But it was being controlled. But in comparison to obviously the week before, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. by the third week, obviously we went in on the third week, and they'd actually. I mean, I think they kind of know what they're doing. I really like my consultant; he is amazing. Um, you mentioned him before. Yeah. You said, "Yeah, he's, and he's they, fantastic." With when Archie I said I wanted to really, speak to a, a doctor about the fuck up, they, they gave me him. They played you. That's what like, they did. They played you. Like, how can I go exactly. in and exactly. scream and shout? And go deep. Yeah, they knew, I can't see. do it. That's good. That's good planning on their part. Yeah. I know. <laughs> They know what they're doing. But, um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, he was amazing. And he said to me that 
it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have affected his heart and I said but there's right. no guarantee of that you don't know that mm. um, and it would have been a case of he would have had an upset tummy yeah. he would have felt the side effects a lot more um, but he put things in place so that this didn't happen again I said so is this nurse going to get retrained then because mm. she's obviously not doing her job properly she's not reading yeah. the protocol that you guys set to follow how to administer it's scary it's scary but something has as easy as someone thinking, I ain't going to scroll down. I mean, hey, we all got phones nowadays. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just, well, there you go. It's right there. It's up terms and conditions. No one yeah. reads it, but, you know, you're giving a child... I mean, you're, yeah, you're giving your, a kid poison, so, practically. Yeah. So... And what he did actually say to me is that the reason the reason it's given over 20 minutes via a cannula is because it can get on your skin a lot easier and it can yeah. actually burn your skin. And even not thinking, I'm, then I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to know that. Yeah. I want to know you're pumping lava, um, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like a microwave So, well. I mean, that's kind of like where we are at the moment. So, the third week, he went in, he was fine, and he had to start steroids again. But the steroids really affected him this time, and it caused such intense heartburn. So, you would have seen on Instagram this week, he's been in hospital because... Yeah. I don't know whether he's right to temperature. What happened was... I was taking the temperature from the ear, and that measures your core temperature. Mm. Bearing in mind he's got all this inflammation and heartburn. He's hot in there anyway. It's picking yeah. up because when you were doing it under the arm, it was normal reading. But because he's his I internal up, body temp is, is flaring up. But because I picked up a high reading, I had to take him to hospital. Yeah. So we, we it's were better to be safe than sorry with any of this. So. And I think he couldn't eat. He, couldn't, it was, he was in such bad pain. It was really, really bad. He lost eight pounds in a week. That's a lot. Because he just wasn't yeah. eating. And I think some of that is to do with the chemotherapy. Three quarters well. of a stone almost. Yeah. You know? And he's it's had three weeks of intense chemo again. Yeah. Also, I missed out. He had um, the peck asparagus again okay. in this, but it was only one injection rather than two, two. right back yeah. at the beginning. Um, so right now, he's home. The heartburn. Is more or less gone. Today he's eating really, really, really well. That's good to hear. Um, he's been given something called Lansoprazole, which is almost like a... It controls the acids in the stomach. They upped the dose so that... Because the 15 milligram wasn't even touching the sides. He was still, like, screaming pain. Screaming pain. pain. So yeah. yeah. So he's had two days of um, antibiotics as well because he spiked temperature and they have to take blood cultures. Blood cultures yeah. were negative, but he has... They believe he's picked up a bit of a urine infection, so he's on some oral antibiotics at home for that. Um, he's had a bit of an upset tummy, not too bad. Actually, uh, last night, right, so because Harry's been a bit unwell, we'll tell this story last night, shall we? Mm. So I've put Archie in my room, so I'll share like, with Harry yeah. so they don't pick up anything because he's, you've had a bit of a cough yeah. and whatever. And I was absolutely knackered last night, and I've fallen asleep. I must have been in a really deep sleep, and all I'm hearing is Harry <coughs> go, Mum, Mum! Mum, is Archie all right? Is Archie all right? And I'm like, I must have been in a really deep state. I'm waking up, I'm running in the room. I'm like, Archie, Archie, are you all right? He's laughing. What's that? Because he's farted. <laughs> and Baz is laughing, with They're it? both cracking up, and he's thinking Archie's crying because he's like laughing. And he's trying to keep it in so he doesn't wake anyone. So to me, it's like he's like, Whimpering, crying. He's struggling. He's he in pain. Like, like, like that. He's like, like, himself. He's like, I just fired it. It was so long. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Like seriously. <laughs> it's good. He's still laughing and smiling and stuff. But um. So, <coughs> where do you, where do you go then with this treatment then? So you're at this point then. So we're on a break at the moment. So 
In the middle of the date intensification, you have a break right in the middle because yeah. he's done the three weeks of doxorubicin, pick asparagus, then Christine. So that block is done, and then they give you a break in the middle um, again to count recover. Yeah. I'm. I believe he will probably be count recovered by next Monday. So he'll be due okay. to start the second part of delayed intensification. We call it DI. Um, next Tuesday, possibly. Next Tuesday, and I take it there's no chance of score or anything over not the next. Not minute, yeah, no. Not even thinking because about because we've had so many delays, it's just yeah. pushed everything back. But you're not even think like no, considering it. No, it's getting better. He just wouldn't. It wouldn't be possible for him yeah. to go to school. It's no. getting better. Yeah. So yeah. going forward on this, um, instead of having four weeks of cytarabin, he'll only have two. Okay. So we kind of like the ner- our shared care nurses have said to us normally when they spike right at the beginning with cytarabin, they may not do it this time mm. so he may be okay um, again he's lost his hair completely mm. you know yeah. following his Instagram page you'll see that his hair I think within about five seven days his it, hair it seemed quick really really quick. really quick yeah. it was really quick it seemed like I was but, like huh uh, um, a girl I met at um, a lovely girl I met at St George's I mentioned her name Lily I'm sure she won't mind she's amazing <laughs> she's lived safe we want the shout outs yeah. we want those heroes maybe Lily can come on and tell her well, story yeah, we want all the heroes we met yeah. Lily at St George's and if it wasn't for Lily and her family you know talking to us at St George's telling us about what they were going through and everything like that I'm in you know contact with her quite a lot via Instagram and you know she said the second time your hair grows back a lot quicker and things like That's that good. i believe she's in maintenance now it's good to have that support network not just the friends and family but people are actually going through it or doing dealing with it like you say so they can tell you if they're ahead in their journey yeah. at, least, at least you know what's coming up and things like that That's which is it. nice and supportive for you man i mean must that must mean it's, she's amazing her and her family are they don't always look well. dark no, you know no I mean? there's a light at the end of the tunnel they say the first six months are the hardest, and I will vouch for that. They are because it's like you don't know whether you're coming or going. You're learning. You're still. in, yeah. I mean, right at the beginning, you know. when they were saying all these names to me, I'm like, I'm never going to get it. I know, like, I was going to mention that. Yeah. How right? do you how keep up with it? Fuck, do you say even some of these names, right? <laughs> I'm sitting here, and I'm just what going to sit down, and flex and look, and I'm like. You crack on, you you know. You yeah. say that. <laughs> oncology families will know. Well I know. Well, this is yeah. like, how does it like, the way you pronounce? It? I'm like, yeah. okay. And I'm like, right at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, Baz was, Baz was the one right at the beginning, wasn't he? He was the one that knew. All I know is cowpox. All right. Yeah. I mean, Baz can barely talk the best of times. So that's no, amazing he, yeah. to hear. I mean, to be he honest with you, that's just right. for you, Baz. <laughs> he was yeah. right at the beginning. I'm like, I was getting upset myself, thinking I'm never going to be able to know what this is. Like, and now I'm like, people look at me, and I'm like, they're like. What? What? What's this? <laughs> but once this two weeks of cytarabin is done, I'm going to throw that away because I don't like daily intensification. It's shit. That's it. He's done We're it. We're on to maintenance and this is where we can fucking celebrate. That's it. Last page, Pete. Maintenance is basically, it is a three-month cycle that continuously repeats itself. Okay. So, again, there may be breaks in this. So, if his counts drop too much... His chemotherapy um, dose will be altered. It will be lowered. Sometimes it will be stopped. Yeah. Um, but this is literally one thing, Christine, a month. Yeah. Um, so one visit to the Marsden or to our shared care a month. Not bad. It is one lumbar puncture every three months. Which Solid. Is really, really good. Home oral chemotherapy every single day, unless it's altered. Um, weekend antibiotics. It's pretty clean then. Um, and then obviously the steroids alongside the yeah. for five five days. Compared to everything else you said, that sounds bloody yeah. simple. 
and this will continue <laughs> this will continue to repeat itself so this is maintenance this maintenance is basically to keep the cats like, away to keep so, the leukemia cells away so when do you then so because like I say my mum's cancer is different and stuff like that yeah. you always go back for your checks and stuff like that yeah but just still be weekly bloods yeah but when do you get that moment when so it's like you know they're like you know what that's it it's gone it's, it's gone. gone yeah so it's gone now yeah so he's in remission the cancer's not yeah. there um, but like you say, when you're in remission, it's the chance of it coming back. Yeah. You know, and then the, when you I get to that safe green light where they're like, five no, years of, yeah. after you've been off chemo. It's like we only need to see him every six months or something like that yeah. for a quick checkup or something. So basically, I mean? when, so his end of treatment date, I believe, is the 27th of April 2026. That is the day he will stop everything. And how old will he be? He will be 11. 11. Wow. And he will be in year seven. And he's just going into year five. And this is this is what I was laying in bed the other night, and I was really getting upset, and I was thinking all these things he's going to miss out on. Like, That's mad. You know, like year six, you go away for the school for a week, don't you? Yeah, you can't be able, able to, to do any yeah, of that. Will something be put in place for him to sit his sets if he's unwell? Because exactly. you need your sets. Yeah, you got your sets as well. You know, they do like and he's a year lost so six much schooling as well. Yeah, that's tough. He's not going to have to go on roller coasters, things like that. You've got all your induction week for year seven. Yeah, I feel he's not for getting in class learning. Like his knowledge it. will be put back and all these other kids will do what they want go to where they want for yeah, school exactly. sets, whereas he's going to feel like he's just getting not slotted not be able to sit them or he will sit them and he's not going to be where he should be he should be yeah you know and like you say I think what is secondary school at the back of his mind he will be <clears throat> near enough finished year 7 he'll be April year 7 so they finish no. him in July that'll be an interesting point for you to discuss obviously yeah. Even when going along with the podcast, you'll see how much he grows and how much he changes. That's what I mean. To get yeah. his different point of view from being a nine-year-old in primary school to then being an eleven-year-old going into year seven. Practically a teenager. Yeah. You know, it, that's what I mean. It's 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 such a mad thought. You'd wish it was cleaner if that made sense. That it'd all be finished by yeah, the end yeah. of primary school. No, that's it. So that at least you know you can just jump just in. Got to carry it. Yeah. yeah. And he's still. It's, how do you say? I mean, obviously, depending on where he goes to, like, depending on the area, if it's the, if it's like the same, like the same school, like next same door, group of friends, same friends, who's explaining it all? That he's got, you know, he's going through. Like, treatment. Secondary school as well. The little shits, bastards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a lot more harsh. That's truly where I always believe that you become the person. I think the only you know, good thing is is that he's going to look normal. Yeah. You know, he's he's going to. By have that his point, hair, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he's going to be coming to the end of his treatment, so he's going to be well established into maintenance. Have you ever thought, like on a schooling side, of like catch up lessons with him if he wants that over summer his, or anything his like that? Span just won't be there. He just doesn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, I tell you one. I tell you one thing that happened. Right when he when he went into school, I was with Liv this day. We went. He went in and I thought, oh, me and Liv are going to treat ourselves. We're going to get our lashes done. So I said to Baz, oh, if anything happens, you need to pick him up. So I don't know yeah, it's on you. Yes. Yeah, like, tape and whatever, right? <laughs> so I'm laying on the bed, getting my lashes done on the school phone. I'm thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, what's going on? Archie's really tired. He can't cope in his lesson. You need to come and get him. So I'm phoning Baz. Can you go and get him? Whatever. Baz has got to the school. I've turned up at the school at the same time, thank God. Oh, yeah, okay. I said, oh, what? what's happened? What are you feeling? What? Oh, I said, right, I'm fine. I didn't want to do English. Shit, he's using it now. 
I no, just think we're doing English, don't like English. I said I was tired, I wanted to go out. No, I was like, oh my, there's me panicking, like, oh my god, what's Did that? you tell him off? No, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, he, uh, he's going through a coup therapy. No, he I can't know. use it to his advantage. I know, I know. <laughs> it's a, that's just an interesting thing from a parent's point of view. Like you say, he's like... Some things you have do to you? let slide. Yeah, when do you tell him? Do you tell him off? Like, it, it's, we'll come on to that at some point, I can imagine, you know, <laughs> over the course of this no, journey think, story. Six months into maintenance, it will get to the point where, come on, Archie... Yeah, that's you're, what I mean. You're right going to be now. like, yeah, take the piss. Because I know, I know with maintenance, it takes about three months for it to sort of settle down and get the doses yeah. right and everything like that. So there, there will be... And of course, he's had so much intense chemotherapy at the minute. It is going to take a while for him to do that. Yeah, uh, get his body back and track. Are you going to be doing... Do they do physiotherapy yeah, as part yeah, of this as yeah, well? As, as part yeah. of the, okay, that's good. Um, that's good. These are the, the weird little things that are sort of coming into my head, like thinking, okay. And in the interim maintenance, you know, we were doing a lot of bike rides with him to build the leg strength yeah, up. Yeah, that's fantastic. Like daily bike yeah, rides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was really improving his legs, wasn't it? It was really, the really mad to it. think that he can actually do that when, like you say at the start, he can barely get upstairs. No. You know, it's, it's that's what I mean. It's It's... It's such an amazing thing to hear to think how adaptable people are, but kids are amazing. Yeah. Just to think, nine years They're old. So resilient. You're going through all of that. You're getting stabbed, prodded. I can. Well, haven't you been ill a couple of times? And what's he said to you? Grow up, Harry. I've oh got shit, bitch. Me. I've got oh this. man, that's it. Yeah. He's going to gun you good. That's good. It gives it back as well to you. Yeah. See? Yeah. He's not happy, does he? No. It's like, look at this, just gets a needle like that and just yeah. injects himself with his chemo. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it doesn't it's do like, that. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this, look what I can do. Um, no, but that's amazing. I mean, is there anything else you can think of when it comes to treatment, things to look out for? Um, I think, obviously... Treatment-wise, it's tough because you have to come to grips with everything. You just feel like you have to go with the flow, lose loss of power, kind of control to an extent. Yeah, and just again write everything down. Yeah. I mean, there's been days where I forgot to give him chemotherapy. Have you taken a log of side uh, side effects and stuff, or anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think some of the side effects come later on down the line. Yeah. Um, I I don't really like to look into it too much. Well, that. That's why I was. Oh, I remember what we said last time, googling and shit. And I was yes. like, oh, you no, can see you didn't something Google that's like, bad, and then oh, you're going to worry. He's gonna yeah, he's going to be yeah, something like that. Because there are things later on down exactly. the line that could affect him. Yeah. Um, he could become infertile. Yeah. Which is is I mean that's harsh. I know Liv said, oh, I'll have a baby for him, but I said it <laughs> quite work like that, Liv. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I meant just like I know, I know you meant well. Yeah. I know you meant well. Um, it's, it's, you know, he could have heart defects as he gets older he has to have yearly heart scans like muscle damage or yes. bone damage as Secondary well cancers, yeah. like there's lots the height of and risk you get a height and risk of cancer yeah because... that's why they regularly check the height um, yeah, yeah and the weight thing at the moment and he is he's on track to where he should be at the minute so that's good that's, that's good, good though. um yeah i try not to look into it too much we have been made aware firmly that he's never to touch drink and drugs because um, one of the things that he touched you only have a certain element of control on that once he's an adult I can't control what exactly. he does but he's a pretty good kid I mean I, I didn't touch base on um, so when, when you're given fincristine in your bloods your test your bilirubin is tested and his was sitting really really high and they couldn't work out why it was and they had to half his dose because it was yeah. sitting quite high 
Um, and they decided to carry out a Gilbert's test. Okay, what's that Gilbert's test? Um, it just means that your bilirubin in your liver sits higher than somebody that doesn't have Gilbert's. Yeah. And it came back, he's got Gilbert's. Okay. So, um, basically, his liver may have to work a little bit harder. The bilirubin get in, in his inflamed liver... inflamed because of it, just, just the stress on the, the liver. The bilirubin just sits higher than someone like... Me, you or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. now they know that he's got that, they don't have to half his thing Christine. But that's... they know what it... Yeah. What's causing it, um, yeah. hereditary. So, that's passed on from me or Baz. Okay. Um, and I know that Baz um, said to me that when he was growing up and he used to drink alcohol, it used to hurt his liver. Well done, Baz. He used Baz. to get pains in his liver. <laughs> so, he's assuming it's him. Definitely, Baz. All, all we've done is <laughs> I was going to say, Baz, that was probably like the two litres of vodka, maybe, you drank yeah, in one hit. But, yeah. you know... Um, um, but yeah, but I try and go back to the, the side, the long-term side effects. I don't... Don't want to dwell on it too much I don't at this want moment. to because I think you're already living life like day by day mm. of like... You've got to take it as it comes. Yeah. I just trust, know... I'm going to take Baz's words, trust the process. Yeah. You have to trust the process. It's not like they haven't done I'm it like, before, you no. know? And, <coughs> I mean, we could talk into... We'll, we'll go into this. I know there's another... Um, there is another chemotherapy plan that's just come into practice where it cuts down the chemotherapy time. Okay. So it's called the ALL altogether. We're on the new cow. Yeah. Um, so Archie has to have treatment for three years. Moyes have to have treatment for three to three and a half years. Girls only have two to two and a half. Okay. Because they say that, that boys' bodies aren't mechanically built as well as girls so their body oh, yeah, I mean, can't you guys get birth and stuff like that do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean so Jesus Christ. you literally lose bone mass when you're pregnant and all that um, stuff, so yeah so but with the with this new chemotherapy the boys <coughs> actually have it for two years so it knocks a year off of treatment okay. and they actually did ask me at my last appointment um if it was something that I wanted to do and I said no yeah just no What's, because I don't want to take that risk, risk yeah it's working know, I don't want to lose. Yeah, if it's working, yeah, just keep it as it is. Yeah. On a random, did you guys all get tested for your bone marrow to see if it was a match for so Archie that, and stuff? So, so what happens is that only happens if they relapse. Because that's the bit that's like the common knowledge, if that makes sense. So when people hear leukemia, they think bone what, marrow transplant. Bone marrow transplant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. And when you were talking about the bone marrow and stuff like that. That's why I wanted to kind of ask about that. Like, why so, is that? If you knew, if it is, you know. I don't. I, I don't want to think it. I try not to think of it because I think he's not going to relapse. I will not let it happen. I just thought it'd be a bit weird that they wouldn't do it now, so, just no, in don't. case. So what happens? Do you is know what I mean? You have to be a full sibling to for it to. What, what they say is, if you've got full full siblings, they're more likely I, to be a match. Yeah, they're only half siblings. Yeah. Um, but they obviously, right at the beginning, they said to me, what's, you know, your heritage, Baz's heritage, my heritage, things like that. Because, yeah, they can always find, they can still yeah. find matches. And they said, that yeah, he, yeah. they said that he would be, they would be able to find a match if it got to that point. Yeah. Um, but if it got to that point, that's when you would need to be tested. Um, okay. And they actually said to me, are you planning on ha- having any more children? And I said, no. Because they said that people actually have... Raw sacrificial lamb, you know. That's the only thing that came into my head. Raw. Seriously. I swear you know the film, I've seen you know that. the film My Sister's Keeper? I, I was going to say, I've seen that in something. Yes. I was like, oh, you had the baby just for that. They actually say to you that, you know, they made us aware that 
Yeah, parents have Mad. children just just for that. Mad. Sorry, Liv, you were going to... I was going to say Sister Skeever. Oh, right, yeah, that, that's what I mean. Because yeah. I swear I remember seeing that in a film or something like that. I've never seen it. I've watched it, it's right. really good. Yeah, but then I think, you know... That's just, that's just I, I, one of those things, I see that point, you know? but then I also see the point of the desperation as a parent. Of course, bloody hell. You would do anything, you know, of course. Right, that child is there just for that... Well, not just there for that sole purpose, but... You're trying to do anything you can. I see it as a double win, though, at the end of the day, if that that new, you know, child saved your other child. Yeah. Man, that's just bonus, bonus, mm. bonus, bonus, bonus. But I, I, I mean, I don't... Who would be I, the favourite kid then, though? <laughs> just, I thought I'd put you under that pressure there. So there you go, Harry. Just Harry, do your thing. You show you never Harry. know, man. <laughs> I knew you. Um, I try not to think about that because I don't... Yeah. I don't. I mean, I do see. I have seen on Instagram that children have relapsed, and it's not. It's not nice seeing what they've had. To even think through. about it and stuff. Yeah. yeah no. Of you, course. you know, you've got to the end of treatment, and you think your child's doing amazing. Well, to then, you know. You don't want to rock back, the boat. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I don't even want to think of that. I'm. I'm trusting the process. I'm keeping positive and. He's he's kicking kicking cats' butt, and he's going to continue to do that. Well, I appreciate that. I think. What we've got from obviously like today's episode and stuff is. I know it's a bit well, gibberish with the language and things like that. It, for me, as a total outsider, <laughs> yeah. it does not. It doesn't come. Across, it does come. Across, it's just the name of the drugs. It's like whoa. Mm. It's that's a lot. Names thrown at you. Yeah, it's all like blah, 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 yeah. and they all obviously do something for whatever reason. They all come with their side effects. They all work <laughs> together in some way. It's all yeah. different for different people it's just it's good for people to understand yeah okay they're going to be doing this for the first you know week to two weeks or three yeah. weeks or have it on nine days it's going to then be this and there's things where you know they've said side effects can be like mucositis yeah which is mouth ulcers you can get mucositis in the esophagus you can get mucositis coming out of your rent it makes yeah. your bottom really yeah. really sore I mean I think he has had some mucositis here, but he's not had any mouth ulcers or anything like that. Um, t- have you got wood in here? Let me right behind you. you. The, Mortal Co- the Mortal Kombat on the table. Um, you know, he's not suffered too badly with anything like that. He, You know, things like they get white lines in their nails as their nails grow out. So he's had that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, is that, is that, like, is that, what's that to do I with don't it? know I think it was zinc or something I read or something somewhere. I don't know, but he's had the white lines. And the, the, the rate that his nails grow out, like, it's crazy. <clears throat> like, I know they say, like, it's fast. It kills the fast-growing cells. But, my God, his nails grow so quickly. And I'm it's like, like talons. Yeah, you know like, what, I mean? what the hell? Um... What else really like you see like some skin changes as well mm. like um they get they call them the dark dark, the, dark, dark sort of like the yeah. the rings under the eyes yeah, isn't it? And so stuff like that the, uh, he, he had that a little bit um but again that clears up after a while it's yeah it's just interesting because like you say sense of smell changes taste, taste change. as well i can imagine it's just getting people prepared when they're going to see their kid or someone in their family yeah. have these dramatic physical changes. You've already seen them going through all the pain up to diagnosis. What the fuck is this? What's going on? What the hell is it? Changes there. And then obviously now you're going through treatment. And this is the bit where they're meant to be getting better. Yeah. I think for me, it was hard but seeing you don't him. see that, if that no, makes sense. No, that's it. And for me, it was hard to see him when he was on steroids. Because I don't think I quite understood how 
bloated he would get. Yeah. Because he went from... Like you said, like, lost fucking eight pounds, I must have stone and stuff, yeah. and then a week later he's looking like he's gained a stone and a half. But it's like, I mean, even right at the beginning, he wouldn't look at himself in the mirror, because he hated the way he looked. He was like, my face ain't normal. And he's changing as yeah. well so quickly. My face isn't yeah. normal. I was like, but you're beautiful. I just had to keep reinforcing you've got to it. Reinforce, you know, you're yeah, beautiful, you've got, you're yeah. beautiful. <coughs> um, and then when he started losing his hair again this time, he was like, you know, I could see him, he'd sit down in front of Liv's desk on the chair, um, dry him off to got got out of the bath and there's a mirror there but he just I could see him looking out the corner of his eye but he would not turn his head and I'm like it's okay if you want to have a look like yeah. it's fine he's like yeah but I don't like it uh, but then like now like it takes him a couple of times but now he's like yeah I'll. but it's so funny because sometimes well, like, we've been in the car and he's at the window open he's going oh well look at my hair blowing in the wind because yeah you've got any hair you know like he makes a joke of it he's funny he's I really love his hair you and do baby it smells so nice. Is it well. so soft? Yeah, it smells so She walks so fast, like sniffing in his head. It's like, just got it, to have like a is it, sniff. Is it like fresh baby head again? Yeah. Is that yeah, what it, it is? Like, so everyone's soft. just getting handfuls yeah. of baby, like, smell his head. Oh, shit, did I come <laughs> on the camera? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was just like, really? When you said, I was like, whoops, I was like, <laughs> might have to edit that bit. <laughs> no one sees me on the, <laughs> the camera doing that. Um, <laughs> that's throwing me off, man. But, yeah, no, we, yeah, you, so you've got, you know, the pathway for obviously what is going to be happening with here, well, you know. Once it's, uh, once maintenance finished, you go to, I believe, I think you have weekly blood, then you go down to monthly bloods, and then after that they stop. And then they wait. basically rely on you. So when are you having a party? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have a party, but I'm going to No, but that's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's even a certain maintenance is, like, massive. Yeah. Um, we're planning hopefully I say this I don't even want to say I'm planning because, because you've got a little thing in it. it yeah I was going to say it. not doing it not planning anything right till last that's minute. it don't jinx it um, don't jinx it but I know you've got some things in the works yeah, for little man and yeah, stuff yeah. like that definitely want to celebrate him reach, reaching maintenance yeah and def- I think we're going to fr- we're definitely going to throw a party once he finishes definitely it's going to be huge yeah. you got it yeah. We've got some, you know, fun charity days coming up, like next year and things like that. We're doing a charity football match at the end of September. I'm on it's that. Not, I'm on that as well, Pete. It's not just a big let thing. you know. It's not a big thing. It's just Smash like, you know. Party, right. Are you yeah. playing? I'm playing. Are you playing? All right, sweet. All right. I think my dad's going in goal. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's <laughs> easy goals. He's only little, isn't he? I was going to say, he's about four foot. You'll see him on there. Hopefully we can get Uncle Cole on as well. But um, <laughs> no, I told you, he'll just cry. He'll just get a quick <laughs> Even when we was leaving to go on holiday. Oh my god, yeah, the tears, the tears. Everyone was crying. Do me a favour, please film him next time and send oh it to me. God. I'd love to wind he him up. He had to walk out, and my mum's sitting there crying because Archie's crying. I want to go on holiday with you. My mum's crying. I don't want to leave him. I was like, well, don't leave them. Yeah. <laughs> you book this. Yes, you, go. you book this, mate. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll take you know. <laughs> you stay. Just look at the video of him on mum's wedding day of him quivering. Ah. Uh. Yeah, walking me down the aisle. Yeah, that quivering lip. I ain't seen that. That's exactly where you. I ain't seen that. That's on my personal Instagram page. That's private. Um, but no, yeah. So yeah. I think treatment. I think with this, I think this was something that we will revisit. Um, We were having a laugh earlier. Harry was mentioning that you know he didn't feel he could sit out here 
doing this podcast for hours on end. You didn't know how to talk, did you? And, uh, and yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> and we said, don't worry, it's going to be shorter than the first episode. And here we are at... I think about one, about <laughs> 40 yeah. at the moment before any editing and stuff. But, you know, it just goes to show that once you start flowing, you start talking, yeah. there's so much. Yeah. And for people at home, again... We'll try and make it easy. I'll try my best for you to, to put links in for things on the summary pages. We've got all the cancer, leukemia, cancer research, all the charity websites. We've got Archie's GoFundMe. We've got Archie's Army 23 got, on um, Instagram. World, is it World Cancer Month coming up? Or is it World Leukemia Month coming up? Ooh. In September. There you go, peeps. Get out there. This episode should air uh, end of September, but we'll have some lead-up information on Facebook uh, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, TikTok. TikTok. Um, but what I'll do is I'll put the links in because at the moment we're just blasting information out from my sort of work account and 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 Natalie's account as well, uh, and everyone else really. Um, so we will we'll kind of put the links to the to the correct YouTube page, our RSS feed as well, which we're using. So it's gonna this is gonna be available on Spotify. Amazon, YouTube, Google, Apple, and all the major sort of players and platforms out there. So please subscribe, like, follow, <laughs> all the... the, the Leave any questions. Story. Yeah, um, we've got um, an email set up for um, Archie as well, so that you guys can send questions to, to Natalie and I to, 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 to feedback on this. Uh, Natalie made a really good point that there's people out there that really supported her. It'd be lovely as this progresses, gets established, helps people out there. But we have others join with their journeys mm-hmm. on this as well. Give some feedback, give some support back, give some you know shout outs to people that they want to honour because of the amazing work. Because there's so many unsung heroes in this, uh, which is apparent. One of which is Natalie and the family around her, you know. And what they do are heroes and stuff, but people were out there. Well, it'd be good to get other people's perspective on what they went through. As yeah, well. yeah. You know their journeys, their battles. Was it? You know, and unfortunately, with this situation, there's not always a happy journey, as such, a happy ending, as such, to anything. You know, you'd rather not have this journey and and the aftermath of it. But like you, you say, know what it's I mean? raising awareness. Exactly. And that's what we are trying to do. We might, we might not be doing it in the same way as other people do it. We may never be the most professional. No, but we're we doing <laughs> it in our way. We're talking about, you know, it's real. my experiences, what signs and symptoms that I notice, and, you know. <clears throat> this is it. It's real, it's raw, it's honest, it's emotional, it's it's like I say. There's not been a lot of tears today. It, well, this is it. I've got you. No, I've got you <laughs> once. Keep the vibes up, didn't I? This is it. Yeah. This is it. But I got you once. That's I'm, I, I've made a, a promise to try and make Natalie cry <laughs> once per episode. No, that's a joke. No, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I will, cry as soon as I walk in the front door. That will kill. That will kill me. <laughs> but you should cry. <laughs> But you know we're gonna we're gonna be coming back to the treatment side of things. You can jump in as well, Liv, so they can see you on camera. We'll be. From a train of thought now. Where I'm just worried about the water on the floor. Oh, don't worry, we'll mop that up in a second. <laughs> Sorry, it's guys, fine. It's a bit this is it. We've got bloopers in here and everything as well, people. But but she yeah, it's different than last time. She got a tan. So this is it. She's, she's all fresh. You see, you see but this guys. is what it's all about. Yeah. At the end of the day, I've actually got a tan. He's more tan. I was going to say. I'm more tan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. White, just a white arm comes in. How am I telling you if you're Turkish? 
Well, I've got to hit the sun. You know how it is. You know, I'll get it for at least thirty seconds. I'm I'm the son of the milkman, as my family say. <laughs> um, but no, thank you, Natalie, once again for being amazing and being honest as you were. Uh, Harry, as well, superstar. Uh, for his uh, first appearance and hopefully not last as well because we want you guys back and Olivia as well welcome back as well um, but thank you everyone for joining us again for Living With Leukemia um, episode 2 treatment um, the next one we are going to be looking at obviously more treatment as well um, and the journey as it is and also relationships and how things affect our families friends, work or whatever it may be on our day-to-day lives, because it will be very interesting to see how you plod along, Natalie. How the hell you get on <laughs> from one day to the next and just deal with the basic stuff. I, I know it sounds stupid, but, you know, I know there's... Things a, that everybody else doesn't see. Yeah, people just don't appreciate the fact of, you know, just going shopping. When you're at rock bottom. When you're this, at rock bottom. When you're that, at yeah. rock bottom. The cat's decided to join us as well. <laughs> Look, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Bears is a little starter. Um, but things like that, I feel, feel are crucial. You know, like you said, you're 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 walk, you're taking periods where, you know, you're you're, you're trying to be positive and then. The fact cry- that we lived off takeaways for about a month. Yeah, and then going crying in a, in a in a in a yeah. I know the kids are loving it. Takeaways, yes. <laughs> but you know, just yeah, just just being able to smile and. But going into another room and breaking. Yeah. And then coming back out, all chipper again. Same for these guys as well. Baz, if we get him on here, I'm so looking forward. Oh. I need to get him on here. I need to get him on I'll here. I'll be on the next one. You come down. I said He's this is... He's just a... so nervous. He's like, I don't know. Want to how was it? What, how was it for you? Yeah, it's good. You nervous? Yeah, no. Nah, it was a first. There you go. See, I told yeah. you. You'd be like, bye. Not that bad. <laughs> you know, we're trying to make it as fun as possible and stuff, but... Honestly, thank you so much again, everyone, for, for, for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Like, subscribe, send us messages, give us love on social media. I'll put it all out there on our feeds, Facebook. Look out for Archie at Archie's Army 23 on Instagram. Look out on Josh Potty and Rifato for anything with Archie's Army 23 tagged into it as well. Um, and we'll be promoting this. And like I say, catch us. At the end of the month, I believe it's last Friday of every month yeah. we're going to be aiming for. Yep. Last Friday of every month. We've come to a decision. So be there. Don't lose out. And make sure you're catching up with Living With Leukemia. And that's it, peeps. So thank you once again, everyone. And take care. See Bye. you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.